Welcome back to the podcast. AJ? Oh, yeah, yeah. Daniel, how are you? Doing well. Yourself? I'm all right. All right. Thanks to our uh, audience. <laughs> Welcome back. Much deserved. Uh, <laughs> kind of a low bar for uh, the applause, right? Okay, so what do we want to cover today? What's, uh, what's on the agenda? Uh, we have a lot of things to talk about today. It's been uh, a busy day. You know. Oh, yeah. It's busy been night. A busy night. Okay. Uh, Trump is uh, called the COVID Trump now. COVID Trump? Instead uh, of Bone Spurs Trump. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> another name. He likes names, right? He likes yeah. nicknames. Yeah, he likes his nicknames, yes. Uh, yeah, looks like a few people have uh, contracted COVID. Uh, RNC Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel as well. Oh, really? Yes. I uh, did not know that. That's true. Uh, we don't know how many other people who were in contact with uh, the president. Could be quite a few. Um, I watched a video... With Chris Christie, um, he said during debate prep, there were several people in a small room, and no one was wearing masks. So uh, so does that mean he, he has it too? It's possible. It's possible other um, senators have it. Um, and I was reading it could derail the uh, SCOTUS nomination. So uh, I kind of doubt that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they're going to come up with uh, another way to ram this through, you know. They, they're just not going to let it go. Well, they're fairly industrious when it comes to things like that, so they shouldn't have any problem doing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, that's the news today, um, the big news anyway. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I hear he's um, experiencing mild symptoms right now. That's uh, from his doctor. Trump? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, which, you know, that could mean anything. Uh, but uh, we'll follow up, see what's happening. Did he feel any symptoms before the debate? It's not clear. Not clear at all. We don't know. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, but he was criticizing Biden wearing masks during the debate. Yes, yes he, was. he was. doing that. So he uh, likes to wear masks so much that he's <laughs> always wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said that, like the biggest mask ever, you know, the, the largest mask you can imagine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then again, he doesn't have COVID, and Trump does. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um well, at least we'll get one old guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, some other news. Uh, maybe you saw the story of uh, Melania disparaging Christmas. Did you see the story? No, I did not. Her former assistant released the tapes of uh, Melania being the victim. And the expectation for her is so high. And she's complaining about people, uh, I, I guess, them complaining about the uh, migrant children in the in the camps or the... Uh, you know, in prison or what do you want to call it? And uh, she said, to her, "Who cares about that? <laughs> what about me? What about what I, what I'm going through?" So, well, of course. I mean, you have to be worried about yourself only. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's what it is. I mean, you are your number one fan. So. Yeah. So, you know, she's complaining about having to decorate for Christmas in the White House. Yeah, and someone said that's the war on Christmas. You know, that's, that's you want to hear that's coming straight from the White House. Right? That's that's where it is. I thought that was interesting. Uh, <laughs> I'm not surprised, right? No, well, surprised. yeah. I mean, I mean, that's kind of hard work. Yeah. To decorate a White House, I mean, give some ideas. I mean, it's a lot I mean, of responsibility. Who, I mean, who can do that? Who can do that? I mean, who can? <laughs> so, yeah, those are a couple of things I've seen. What do you have, What do you got? Well, um, we talked about a, a debate. Is uh, you know, talking about wearing masks. He also talked about uh, health care. Mm-hmm. That uh, Biden had 47 years to come up with something, and he did not. Did he actually bring that up in the debate? Or I thought he was, gonna, he was supposed to say that, but he didn't say it. Or did he? Yeah, he said, uh, you've been in government basically okay. for 47 years, and what have you accomplished? Nothing. Was, was I have a- done more in 47 months than you have in 47 years. On health care? Um, a lot of other issues. I mean, healthcare was one of them. Uh, you hmm. know, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's, was there a follow up to the healthcare uh, or the uh, forty-seven years? Um, you know, he interrupted so many times that even Biden forgot what he was saying. Yeah, it feels like that got lost 
somewhere. Yeah. It wasn't a big story. That's why I'm asking. Mm, no. I guess I didn't follow it as well, but um, that's a fair critique. Yeah. And that's a fair critique. Uh, he did br- bring up um, 94 crime bill. Mm. That's very fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he made some fair points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, 94 crime bill was one of them. Also, uh, him not being smart. I mean, yeah, I, uh, I think it's I don't know if that's an uh, in- insult or it's just, you know, he was telling the truth. I don't know. So Most likely the truth. <laughs> so, yeah, I think he said don't talk about smart, right, to yeah. me. Or, you yeah. Know, because he's the stable genius. Yeah, he's the stable genius. He's the yeah. arbiter of what smart is, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, that's interesting, too. Um, yeah, that that's, um, yeah, there, there couldn't have been much follow-up because he was interrupting so much. If you could have hammered that point more, it would have been more effective, but he was all over the place. Clearly, he prepped, right? He oh yes, and there was, that's what Chris Christie said. There was a debate prep uh, for several days, but kind of it flew out the window <laughs> when he gets on the stage. He thinks he's at a rally. That's why. Yeah, and there's uh, there's no one else speaking except him. So yeah, he's he sounded like he was just talking to his base. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I'm sure he was. Yeah, you know, was, they like that he came out strong. Um, and we have uh, speaking of his base, uh, the Proud Boys. A lot of their people are running for Congress. Did you see the story? No. And they said, we're running for Congress, and you're not going to know who we are. So you'll be voting for us without knowing who we are. That's Well, we already know that. And we already know that. Uh, I mean, all you have to do is, uh, uh, I mean, join the Republican Party. Yeah. I mean, the Republican Party has become a cult type of stuff. It has, under this president. Yeah. Certainly. Um, more than I've seen in the past. Because it's... This is more personality-based than anything else, right? We didn't see that with Bush, and just didn't have it. Trump has the charisma, and is willing to accept like every, I don't know, every sub, <laughs> I don't want to say sub, but every uh, type of person uh, of questionable character, you know, in his party, without criticism. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's what Republican Party has become, is become a cult-like organization they believe in four or five things mm. and they keep repeating those things hammer at home huh? yeah well it's 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 a effective technique right it yeah. works i mean yeah. uh, people our attention span is not so great that we can uh, accommodate dozens of ideas four or five things is probably it yeah i mean it's four or five things they're about four or five words sentences <laughs> and uh, and they keep on repeating it over and over and over so, I mean, it yeah, and it works. It works. It works. It brings out the base. It brings out the, yeah, well, <laughs> we'll see this time what, what happens, but it's looking like it might be pretty good. I think Democrats are winning on the early uh, mail-in ballots. Well, we know that. I yeah. mean, the people there are going to mail in the ballots. You know, they are afraid of getting infected anyway. They they, they really believe this COVID-19 thing is real. They have a rational fear. Right? Yes. A rational yeah. concern. Yeah. Unlike the other side, which is... I mean, they're concerned about themselves and other people. Yeah. So... Yeah. A little empathy, right? Yeah. Maybe that's also what it's lacking on the other side. Uh, empathy. Um, clearly, from what we just saw today, uh, the infections, uh, not concerned about other people. No. <laughs> no masks during debate prep. That's interesting. Um, Did they, yeah. they didn't even test those people when they were in there with the president? I thought they were going to test everybody. Mm, maybe they did. We don't know where he got it, right? We don't know. Yeah. Don't so. Know. It could be Alabama. It could be. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> <laughs> was he there? The, uh, the, I don't remember where he was. Didn't you have somebody in Alabama? Or is he from Mississippi? Who is this? Uh, the singer. Uh, the singer is from Mississippi. Mississippi, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't yeah. want to give him any uh, any kind of a shout out here. <laughs> uh, our buddy Brown, buddy guy. Brown, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Staunch, yeah. loyal Republican, uh, Trump supporter. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know, he he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's he's a real American. Real American, yeah. Red blooded American. <laughs> did you see the video of Sarah Palin? No, I did not. She made a video uh, criticizing Murkowski. 
she's saying, if you don't vote for this uh, nominee, SCOTUS, then I'll do it. You know, she it's just a very strange video. You should watch it. Um, very strange camera angles, cuts here and there. Uh, she seemed a little, I don't know. How is she going to vote? Who? Sarah Palin. Well, she's not going to, she's not in office. <laughs> she just wants Lisa Murkowski's job. That's all. Oh, okay. Yeah, she goes, if you don't do it, then yeah, then leave and I'll do it. It's a very strange video. She kept pointing at her house saying, this is my house. This is my house. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think she, the point is she'd be willing to give it up to go run for Senate. You know? uh, I think she just wants to be relevant again. Yeah. I mean, she's. That uh, was a long time ago, wasn't it? <laughs> I think her ship has sailed. Uh, I think she's still looking at Russia from her house. <laughs> <laughs> I think that her level of crazy has been surpassed, so she's no longer something that, you know. Uh, she's on. she's the mainstream now. Yeah, now she's mainstream. Yeah. And Trump is the kind of the outlier, uh, I guess, or he's the mouthpiece of, yeah. <laughs> of the extremist views. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, we'll see in the next couple of weeks. At least we'll be off the campaign trail for a couple of weeks. He's sure. going to have to get out. Yeah. I mean, I think he's quarantined. Mm -hmm. He's quarantined. Wow. So this will be interesting. Uh, I'm sure he'll be tweeting. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, uh, th yeah. That'll be his campaign. Uh. <laughs> I mean, he probably wanted it. He just wants to sit in front of TV and watch Fox News all day. It's a great excuse, right? Yeah. Let my pink uh, uh, take care of everything else. Yeah. I mm. mean, he doesn't do anything anyway. I mean, yeah, that's a very good point. He doesn't come down to the White House, what, uh... Until noon? Well, I hear he's the hardest working president. That's what I he hear. Is? Yeah, that's what I hear. Oh, wow. From his people. <laughs> no one's ever worked so hard. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, it is kind of hard work to put on that long time. It is. Yeah. That's <laughs> much too long. For <laughs> even for as tall as he is. Um, fix his hair every morning. Now, that's you know, a lot of work. You know, that's $70,000 yes, work. a lot of money in hair products. So it's a lot of <laughs> either work or, you know products or whatever he's destroying ozone layer by himself <laughs> if you look over the white house you'll see a hole over the ozone. <laughs> concentrated on, on, uh, on his location so yeah uh yeah that's the uh that's the covid news I mean, cases are still increasing um i don't know wow yeah i mean that is um well, what yeah. are, where, where do we sit right now uh on infection rate find out worldwide uh, u.s let's see here yeah yeah uh, it certainly is increasing um i don't know if i think there are 31 states that are seeing increases right now and uh, no signs of it uh, abating so well uh, uh isn't europe in second wave right now i think so yeah I think so. Wow. I mean, it's not even uh, winter yet, and we are already in second wave. So, And United States still in first wave. I was going to say, we're still in the first wave. We yeah. Ne it never. <laughs> so, yeah. Do, what do the numbers look like? Uh, trying to find out here. Let's see. Dates are... Yeah, probably the CDC has it, if you trust the experts. Well, <laughs> who can trust uh, Dr. Fauci? I mean, you know, there's always a room for skepticism. Yeah. But, yeah, we need to... Uh, well, we're still uh, at a 174 per 100,000 uh, hospitalization rate. Mm -hmm. And uh, 472... Per hundred thousand infections rate, so we're we're pretty close, man. What's our total number of? We have death count and. Uh, um, let's see here. What do we have? What are we? Number nineteen, two million twenty nine thousand. Um, two million twenty nine thousand. Is that's uh, is that worldwide? Test results reported. Yeah. Summary of 
Lab results reported to CDC's 2,029,000. And... Uh, Interesting. Number of positive... What, well, 96,000? I don't get it. Yeah, I'm seeing here uh, 207,000 total deaths in the U.S. Yeah. Okay. And then the... Uh, Two million is the... Test positive, I guess. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm, lo I'm looking worldwide. It looks like 34 million confirmed cases worldwide. Yeah. A million deaths. 23 million recovered. 24 million. Yeah. Pretty staggering numbers. I mean, they're... I mean, you would have thought it would have slowed down by now because most countries are doing the right thing. Uh, yeah. Seem to be. I mean, uh, Finland, New Zealand... Australia has pretty much uh, has it under control. You have to have a willing population too, a considerate population, an empathetic population, right? Well, the first of all, you have to believe in it. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't believe in it, you're it's not gonna. It's always uh, a challenge. You're not gonna do what needs to be done. No, no. You better um, believe it's not fake news. Yeah, I mean, I mean, people say that. Uh, all these people were going to die anyway because they had cancer or they had uh, other type of disease. Yeah. And they're just blaming it on COVID-19 because they were sick. And and this is the conversation I was having, you know, with people that, you know, yeah, they may die of COVID. Uh, uh, I mean, they were probably dying of cancer or other related disease, but... The real cause was at at a time was yeah. COVID nineteen. It's only accelerated. Yeah. The analogy I heard was that if you get um, suppose you get shot, right? Somebody shoots you, and they say, "Well, the gun didn't kill you. Bleeding out killed you." Right? That's <laughs> 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 well, like it's one of those kind of things. Uh, yeah, the COVID is definitely uh, it accelerates whatever's wrong with you. Uh, um, I mean, you can go even further. It wasn't the gun; it was the bullet. It was a bullet, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so. we should blame uh, ban bullets. We should ban bullets. Yeah. Uh, there was a joke uh, Chris Rock said one time. You don't, you don't need gun control. You need bullet control. Make bullets $5,000 <laughs> a piece and no one... <laughs> you might think twice before you shoot somebody. I mean, that is a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so, but yeah, but you see that a lot. You see that, uh, that they're... Because I think the CDC released a report that said um, there were... In most of the cases, there were underlying issues. Um, but they didn't say that's not why they died, though. They're, they're still saying that COVID is the reason that... Um, those issues exacerbated you know, yeah. infection. So I think people misread the report, probably intentionally, or maybe not. Um, I mean, they, they're just trying to find excuses and find other reasons that, you know, these numbers are not correct yeah. because they don't want to believe in it. Yeah, you I saw mean, it early on, right? Yeah. I mean, and the flu is worse, right? More people die of the flu every year. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what we heard over and over again, the same refrain. Um, I mean, more people die in car accidents every year. So, I mean, what do we do? Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's it's an interesting argument. Uh, unnecessary, though. Yeah. I mean, it's it, Pandemics happen, you know. Viruses exist. It's nothing to, like, discount for political reasons. Yeah. I mean, they try to justify things that, you know, they say, well, you know, people die of, you know, during fistfights or or during knife attack, but yeah. I mean, how many can you kill with a knife attack or with a fist? Yeah. Uh, yeah. With a AR-15, you can take out many. 50 people while you're going to punch maybe one or I mean, two. We saw it in like, uh, the, the shooting in Florida at the at the bar. Yeah. Saw it in Nevada. Right? I'm not sure what kind of guns he had, but you can kill a lot of people very quickly before yeah. anybody can stop you. So it's not... It's not um, the analogy is not the same. You know, it's not even really even close. But that's what they say. You're gonna ban. You're gonna ban knives. You're gonna ban cars. You know, well, no, it's not an epidemic of you know people killing each other with cars. <laughs> I mean, there are other uses of knives. Yeah. And cars. And guns I are mean, pretty specific. Yeah. I mean, there is only one reason for a gun. Especially yeah. a gun like that. Yeah. yeah. It's a weapon of war. It's made for warfare. There is no other reason for you to have a gun but to. I mean, it kill. It makes you feel strong. Yeah. Maybe if you're lonely. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you take it with you uh, at night. 
Well, you know, sleep. <laughs> deers usually don't come at you with. Uh, mm. I mean, with their they don't have a gun, so oh, I mean, they have you, horns, AJ. Yeah, <laughs> they're bringing horns to a gunfight. <laughs> you can be very careful with that. You know, I was thinking earlier about uh, back to the president. You know, he was taking hydro hydroxychloroquine. Remember that? Yeah, he was, he was on that, and uh, he still had she got COVID. So I don't know. Should probably put that to rest, right? Is he still <laughs> taking it? I don't know, <laughs> but he was on a regimen of it, and he was very proud of it. Just tweeting about it, because um, it he was you know sure it would um, prevent COVID, and apparently not. Apparently not. So uh, there goes that. And of course, doctors are still saying don't use it, you know, to treat COVID. Don't. Uh, but that's not relevant to you know, the pundits or the president. So. Well, that's good. Uh, their uh, their guy has the you know COVID nineteen now, so maybe they will believe it. Well, we'll see. Then they believe any, everything that comes out of his mouth anyway. So. I mean, we'll, yeah, and we'll see. Um, it actually might, well, give credibility to the narrative that it's not that bad if he recovers with no symptoms. You know, he just recovers um, very quickly, and they'll say, well, we, we told you. It's, less, it's not bad of the flu. I mean, uh, they'll find people, a way to spin it, right? Yeah, I mean, they will find a way. Plus, uh, the treatment is getting better anyway. Yeah. I mean, you not as many people are dying, not as many people are going on ventilators now. Sure. So so the odds are in his favor. The odds are in, yeah. Even though yeah. he is 74, and technically he's obese. Uh, we don't wish for a president to die. No, that's what they Secret do. Secret Service, let us, we're letting you know. <laughs> well, even though it wouldn't be us. It'd be, yeah. You have to arrest COVID. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah that's, uh, that's the Congress, uh, the, the guy running for Congress in California. He wishes death on these guys, Biden yeah. and Trump. But um, oh, he he doesn't like Biden either, huh? No, no, he's an independent, and he's wishing that they both die of COVID. So I guess him and I are something in common. Something in common, although I don't. Pretty sure he he's probably going to swing a little right. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would assume, but I I don't know. Independent in California, I don't know what, what that even means. But um, uh, that's almost uh, going to uh, libertarian in California. Yikes. Where in Texas you are just a regular Joe or maybe a regular Republican. Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. <laughs> a libertarian in California. Probably not the right place for him. <laughs> no. <laughs> probably not the right place. Well, then again, I mean, California is also, it's just like any other state. I mean, you go to certain parts, it's red as can be. Yeah. There are always pockets, right? Yeah. I mean, just like in, in red states, you have pockets of blue. Yeah. The big cities are blue, so. Yeah. No. I mean, Texas... Uh, we have every every election year we see two, three blue dots, and the, and the whole host red. I mean, and yet those two or three blue dots they make it they're closer and closer every year to yeah. uh, creating a victory for Democrats. So oh, we'll we, see because I mean, uh, the population is increasing in those cities. Yeah, yeah, the rural I mean, areas. You see are Dallas is being blue and Austin, uh, Austin, Houston. and then you see Houston down there, and then and then. All the along uh, the border, Mexico, it's all blue. Yeah, it's a matter of time. Um, yeah, the rural areas are being pretty much wiped out. You know, they're disappearing. They're moving into the cities and suburbs. And I wonder why. Is it jobs? because uh, their friends are not providing anything for them? <laughs> their friends. <laughs> 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 it could be. That could be what it is. <laughs> Yeah, it's drying up. Uh, uh, they don't have internet, no. high-speed internet. It has an effect. Yeah, yeah. modernization. Uh, it's uh, it's escaped the, the rural areas. I mean, this summer we uh, went went to a couple of state parks with my kids, and uh, and in parts, you know, driving through, you know, some of the parts of Texas. There was no cell signal mm. at all. I mean, there was nothing. It was just saying no service. It's unconscionable. Yeah. Yeah, in the 21st century that there's no service. I suspect if you go to other countries, it's not like that. If you go to Japan or places in Europe. Um, uh, we were in Iceland. But we're number one. Uh, we USA. Number one. Uh, USA. USA. <laughs> USA. <laughs> all day. <laughs> um, 
we were in Iceland driving around, and we were uh, out in the out in the countryside, right? No city. We had signal the entire way. We traveled around the entire country. We never lost signal. Wow. Yeah, it's <laughs> interesting, isn't it? <laughs> not 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 uh, here. <laughs> not interior Texas. I mean, I mean, during the stay when we were in in the state park, there was no signal at all. I mean, there was. I mean, why? What's the excuse for that, right? Yeah. How, I mean, how do you justify that in a state, especially as wealthy as Texas? Yep. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but yeah, it's not a priority, I suppose. No, I mean, drill, AJ. We're drill, baby, drill. <laughs> that is our only uh, purpose here. Uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, they're not taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's because the priority is giving to uh, tax cuts, mm. giving money to you know oil companies. These dinosaurs. I mean, we already know. These things are dying. Yeah. I mean, did right. you see? Did you hear? Exxon Mobil is uh, thinking about cutting dividend. That's a so, bold move. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, there was a time when they were reporting thirteen, fourteen, fifteen billion dollars a quarter, quarter. Yeah, of profit. Right. What happened to all that money? Where did it go? Well, I blame Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that again, that's that's the future, right? The writing's on the wall, and we all know it. It's a matter of time. And this pandemic has accelerated some of those things. Yeah. For some reason, I mean, you look at it. Uh, people are driving less, so the less oil is being used. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It affects the price. Yeah, I mean, it affects the price. So there, people found out that you know they. They really don't have to drive that much anymore. Uh, look at office buildings. Yeah, They're empty. Right. They're empty. I mean, look at our office building. Yeah. <laughs> During the day, there's not there's many people there. There's nobody there, and the company is still running. Just fine. Yeah. They're still uh, recording profits. Yeah. Right? Profit sharing is still, still where there. it is. Yeah. <laughs> so this will be the new normal, for sure. Yeah. Um, I was uh, reading an article this uh, this morning about a – is a, a a manager whose employees work from home. He actually monitors their computers at home, and he'll take uh, screenshots from his location, see what they're doing. <laughs> and I was thinking, well, that's interesting. But you know, you have maybe they have a laptop over here or an iPad. Yeah. Are you going to get screenshots of that too? So, I mean, it doesn't work, obviously. Uh, that monitoring, it works on the main computer, sure, but any other device you have, it's not going to be monitored. I mean, uh, I don't know why they want to monitor because. They can uh, see their progress. If they're doing their work, the work is getting done, then they're doing their job. Yeah. Uh, I mean, monitor is for five-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, I that's mean, right. You don't need to, if you have to manage adults or, you know, 25 plus, I mean, there's a there's a problem there. There's a problem. There. A problem. And it's really with you. Yeah. yeah. The problem, you know, you're micromanaging is what it is. Yeah. Like exerting too much control. Um, trust your people. Right. Trust we, your we people to that. do the job. Yeah. And you'll know. You'll know. You'll find out. Care. Yeah. I mean, numbers will show and numbers don't lie. Yeah. Um, if you see a drop, then maybe, yeah, maybe you start doing something like that. But well, that's unless all. you're a Republican, yeah, then numbers lie then all the time. numbers lie all the time. Yeah. That's <laughs> they mean, cannot be trusted. Well, I mean, how does waves come in? Oh, how do the waves come in? And <laughs> you can't explain that. Okay. You can't. I mean, Shout out to Bill O'Reilly. Science cannot <laughs> explain that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happened to our good old friend, Bill O'Reilly? I think Bill he's in a basement somewhere. He's in a basement doing his little podcast or whatever he does. Oh, he's copying us? Oh, it's copying us. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Clearly, it's the right format. Um, just not as entertaining. You know, I, I did see an episode or two or a few minutes of an episode. Oh, man. He's You're not going to get your 45 minutes back well, your life. Uh, I wouldn't go, uh, maybe four to five minutes. <laughs> I wouldn't say 45. But he's lost a step for sure. Um, I don't, does he still say, uh, what does he say, the loony left? What's his uh, name for the left? Left-wing uh, loons or is it something wow, like that? Wow, I can't remember. He's been <laughs> gone so long, I I can't even remember. You mean he's been irrelevant so long? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard much out of O'Reilly. I, I thought he was going to some other station. Um, um he was going to go with the... One American I think, News? I uh, Glenn Beck thing. 
Really? Yeah, I think he was going to go. Hmm. Well, uh, he was going to do the same uh, type of show that Glenn Beck does. but Well, Glenn Beck does well. Um, Is he... Uh, I thought he was uh, filing for bankruptcy. Is he making a comeback now? Oh, <laughs> you know what? That, you're right. He was going to file for bankruptcy. He yeah. may. He may have. He may have found investors. It's hard to say. Yeah. Again, I didn't keep up with him uh, either. I mean, he was losing viewership and listeners because he was uh, um, criticizing Trump. He was. But then he quickly yeah, made about he, face. And, yeah, uh, he yeah. quickly turned. So... Yeah, before and during the campaign, he was criticizing. And that was interesting, wasn't it? It's funny how money makes you, you know, just abandon your principles. principles. Yeah, that was interesting to see that um, because nothing changed. You know, if you could almost say that if, if Trump had pivoted to a more, I don't know, professional demeanor or, you know, but he didn't. He remained the same person he was in the campaign, and yet Glenn Beck somehow found common ground. Yeah. Hmm. Suspicious. I mean, that's one thing you have to give to Trump is he never changed. I mean, during campaign, he talked with the New York accent. He didn't go to Alabama or Mississippi and change his accent. No. Nope. He came with the same Brooklyn accent. He didn't do it. No. Did he ever go to a diner and eat with anybody? Like nope. everyone else does? No. He no. didn't He didn't go to a diner. He didn't go to uh, any of the homeless shelters. He didn't put on a hunting jacket. Like uh, John Kerry, he's never in the White House put a Santa hat on like Obama did. No, <laughs> he has never put on a tan suit either. Does he pardon turkeys? <laughs> I can't, has he? It's hard to he's imagine. He's pardoned a couple of Big Macs, so that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly pardoned uh, some of his uh, indicted, uh, whatever employees. Who was it? Uh, um. um. What's his name? Uh, Sheriff Arpaio? Yeah, Arpaio. That's, that's, yeah. So he hasn't gotten Michael Flynn, has he? No, because Michael Flynn is not uh, sentenced or, uh, you know, convicted yet. Okay. Uh, uh, what's his name? That, who's that guy? That older? Paul Manafort? Paul Manafort's still in jail. Uh, I'm surprised. He has not pardoned him. Michael Cohen's out? Michael Cohen is out. That was out for COVID, right? Yeah, that was the COVID reason. Yeah. They, they let him out. Uh, they didn't want to keep him. Certainly Trump wouldn't pardon him or even try to. No. He could. <laughs> no, no, no. I, think I think they're over. They're finished, right? They're, they're done with each other. No, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's going around and making his rounds. Uh, he, I, I think he's, about, he's uh, about to come out with a book. I think so. I think he expects him to go to prison, the family. Well, uh, if not prison, I mean, they they will be out of their Trump Tower because uh, he thinks uh, he won't be able to pay his bills. <laughs> I mean, he was living off of his uh, apprentice, uh, was it a salary, basically. Yeah. Didn't seem. Now, I was, of course, you if you liquidate his assets, could be okay. Sells. His hotels. And well, the thing is, he, he sells his uh, hotels or his buildings. He He's going to have to pay Uncle Sam uh, taxes on that profit. So yes, if he, let's say, you know, his building sells for $500 billion, you know, whatever. I, I don't know how much he's going to sell. But 50% of that money is going to go to Uncle Sam. He's still going to be in a, in, a, in a hole after that. <laughs> he might need government assistance. <laughs> well, he'll always have his presidential salary, you know. Yeah, that's – he's donating that right now, but yeah, he's going he's gonna to want to keep it after that. Well, he can always come move to Texas. It's pretty cheap to live here, so. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm sure he'll uh, – I don't think he's going to go to jail. Um, uh, they just they just won't put a, an ex president in jail. That's too bad. Yeah. Well, they okay. might uh, just slap him with a fine or something, or not even that, and they'll just say, you know, we just didn't find enough evidence. Yeah, that could be what it is. Yeah. But I don't know. New York is New York, and they don't like him. So maybe maybe you'll have a, a zeal, overzealous prosecutor. 
<laughs> it's, it's hard to say. I mean, what kind of name would you make for yourself uh, indicting a pr- uh, former president? And what would that be? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be a rock star. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like that uh, governor from New York. What's his name? The bald guy? I got uh, caught with the prostitutes. Uh, Elliot Spitzer. Elliot, yeah, Elliot Spitzer. Mm-mm. I mean, what was... I mean, that was... a. Uh, <laughs> strategy man that was uh, unfortunate that was yeah. one of those um it's one of those people you don't see very often you know no. it's kind of a, a rarity uh that kind of intellect and the communication ability yeah what he could have done right rain in wall street yeah um when did he let's see when did he resign do you remember what I, year that was i don't remember i believe it was a uh, 13 or 14 uh, but I'm not sure. Neither am I. That's strange, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of a big deal, but yeah, that was that was one of those. I mean, I thought, no, actually, it was, was before that. But I think it was before that. I think it was even before Obama, Obama. became president. Because I think we were thinking about he would have yeah. been. Yeah. So I I think he might have been able to rein in Wall Street. I think he would have wanted to. Yeah. He was it's regulatory. Um, yeah, I think uh, Bush was still in office at that time. Yeah, that's and, what I thought too. Uh, we thought he was going to be the next uh, presidential candidate for Democrats. Like he was grooming. They were yeah. grooming him for it. He yeah, was attorney he was, general. He was governor. Yeah. I mean, he was his star was on the rise. I mean, he was going up, and I mean, it was just uh, when I when I heard that news, I was like, wow. I mean, this is a loss. It. I mean, I try to imagine. Not that they're that consequential, but debates. A debate with that. With Elliot Spitzer, it would have been yeah. extraordinary. It would have been something like, yeah, yeah. Um, he would have controlled the room. Yeah, it doesn't matter who. He, he would have destroyed him. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, even with Obama, it would have been very good. Yeah, and he he was a much faster, I guess, thinker, I suppose, and he was like he could he could formulate thoughts much quicker than because um, Obama was a very deliberate thinker. He just so stop he'll think for a while and. He'll ruminate for, and then he'll speak slowly. And Elliot Spitzer was like a, I don't know, he was like a force of nature when he spoke. Yeah. It's very just intimidating. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, yeah, I think his politics career is over. Yeah, he's uh, he's done. I think he ran for comptroller. Yeah, he right, lost that lost too. That, yeah. yeah, it was a. Uh, I mean, I mean that was a. Why would you go from governor to comptroller anyway? I he's mean, trying to work his way back up. I mean, I think that's you know, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but that was that was that, and uh, who knows? He, we might have avoided the financial crisis if he'd been in office. We well, uh, wouldn't have. No, I mean it was, was already. After, yeah, Bush yeah, was already in office. Yeah. yeah. Well, if he'd have been not, instead of Bush. <laughs> yeah, if it was uh, Al Gore, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't think so, but I, I'm sure uh, we would not have been in Iraq. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. May have gone after um, Osama bin Laden in Afghanistan, but not in Iraq. No. That's for sure. That was a fool's errand. Yeah. What what did uh, John Kerry say about people who go to Iraq? He was making a joke about it. Like, when you don't do well in school, you end up in Iraq or something. <laughs> he took a He took a lot of heat for that one. Trying to say that you know dumb people go, that that was that what they thought he he meant, but he I mean, was that's the kind of stuff that you know gets the Democrats in trouble yeah. because uh, even though they probably do think that yeah you know yeah. we just don't just like Hillary said you know those those are deplorable people you know well, we're gonna edit that out <laughs> can we say that on the uh, on the air yeah obviously it's it's people think that I mean uh, I think that. Um, but I'm not a politician, so, and I'm oh, not running yeah. for office. Yeah, we're not. Uh, yeah, I mean, she said the quiet part out loud. You know, one of those yeah. things you just gotta. I mean, those are the things you just say to yourself, not even to your friends. But the thing is, <laughs> they pay a price. Trump didn't pay a price. That's the difference. He paid no price for anything he said. Well, because uh, he's the alpha male. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, the alphas get away with it. Yeah. You just double down, right? Yeah. That's the trick. You double yeah. down. You don't back up. You don't back off. You don't, or you don't stand back or stand down. No, people will go away. Yeah, I mean, 
They'll say, oh, he needs to apologize. Yeah. You know, he, and he, he can say, he said, no, I'm not going to apologize. It'll be a new cycle and then yeah, that's it. That's it. Especially he, he perfected that technique of, of bombarding us with so many ridiculous things, many comments. You can't keep track of them all. No. And you can't focus on any one because there's so many. And how much outrage can you have? You run out, become desensitized. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, now what do we say? Oh, that's just Trump. Just Trump. Yeah. Trump being Trump. Whereas Hillary Clinton would, like, with a deplorables comment, yeah. she didn't routinely make comments like that. And so that just sticks out, right? It, it's very, uh, very much uh, focused on. So. Yeah. I mean, just like he, she said, uh, we're going to take your jobs in West Virginia. I mean, yeah. she didn't explain what we're going to replace it with. A much better, cleaner, your lungs, you will be able to breathe. You're not going to have a black lung disease anymore. That was no. a mistake. No, yeah. yeah. That was I mean, a that was a tactical error, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah we are going to come. We're going to come close your job down or something like that. I don't, I can't remember exact words, but but it was like that. We're yeah, gonna, yeah. We're going to put you out of business or something. Yeah. But now, even if she'd explain it though, that that's a cultural issue for them. They those people are coal miners. You know, that's what they generations of coal miners. So that would still be insulting to West Virginians. For sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, if that is their reasoning that it's cultural, then we should be blacksmiths for the rest of our lives, you know? I'm considering it. Yeah. <laughs> if this podcast doesn't go well, I'm considering blacksmithing. But, yeah, no, that's uh, that's a good point, and I don't think they see it that way. No, and they, they don't, don't see what it would do for their economy. I mean, they, obviously, West Virginia is very poor. Um, they would benefit greatly from a Green New Deal program. You yeah. Know? energy that is the thing i mean we don't explain the things afterwards i mean you say the things. okay we're gonna take your job but explain okay yeah we're gonna take your job not even say take your job we, we're gonna transition you into another job yeah that's a good word and then people that are not able to do that we're gonna take care of you for the rest of your life yeah. i mean that's the only way yeah, and it'll just be that one generation anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you're going to do it for everybody. No. Well, look, if you cannot transition, you're too old, you're infirm, yeah. we'll take care of you, all right? But the next ones, the ones, you know, um, after you, no, you're gonna, we're going to train you. Yeah. And you're going to have um, a skilled trade, whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, you're making solar panels. You have or, to do that. I mean, this, I mean, there was a time when we needed phone operators. Yeah. We don't anymore. No. Gas station attendants. Yeah. I mean, now <laughs> you go and pump your own gas, and everybody is. I mean, if somebody comes tries to help me, I'll, I'll be looking at them. You know, yeah. going, "Is yeah. there something <laughs> wrong?" <laughs> Please back away from my car. Yeah. I mean, you have uh, supermarkets where there are no employees. You know, yeah. You just go in there and scan your items and leave. Yeah. So that's just the reality. That, that's Andrew Yang's argument. You know, it's his um, automation. Yeah. Um, and I think he he did actually talk about that as well. Um, that if you couldn't train people. Because they're either too old or unable to learn, then yeah, you just take care of them and you uh, focus on the other generations. Yep, I mean, you, I mean we we're gonna have to do that. I mean, there's no other way. This uh, AI and automation, it's coming. Yeah. It it's going to come and it's going to hit us pretty hard. I mean, it's already here, right? Yeah, I mean, we see it in factories all over the place. I we mean, see it all the time. Car manufacturers yeah. use robots for precision work. Yeah. Uh, this is not. I mean, in sixties, there were two people painting one car yeah. in the same room without masks. Yeah. Now yeah. we can't even go outside without masks. <laughs> <laughs> or come inside a building without a. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. so things are being streamlined and automated. This pandemic will accelerate that for yeah. sure. Um, you'll re they recognize they don't need as many people. They don't. They don't. Um, so. Uh, it's not like a, it's like a, it's not futurism, right? It's it's very present right now. So you can see it happening. Yeah. I mean, we already know. I mean, we we see it at our jobs every day. Yeah, I know. And we started with more people. Now we're less and less. Yeah, all the time, and it's going to continue. What do they say? We're leaner now. We're leaner and meaner. That's yeah, say, like, uh, I mean, we're more efficient. <laughs> more efficient. Really, everyone works harder, though. Yeah. <laughs> we have to work harder now, right? Yeah. Um, but that—that's that is the goal of you know corporate America. You know, reduce costs by any means necessary. If it means overburdening the employees, then we'll do that. I mean, uh, 
if you don't have any growth, the only way you can show profits and is by cutting costs. Yep, that's right. And, and the best way to do that is eliminate people. Easy, because yeah. as one of my managers once said, we're expendable. <laughs> <laughs> I won't name names, but uh, it was an eye-opening experience, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's the constant tension, right, between uh, management and The next uh, expendable will be, the major one is going to be the truck drivers. Yeah. I mean, that is that is going to hit really, really hard because that job, trucks. yeah, I mean, that job kind of puts you in middle middle class. It does. I mean, if you... If well, you they can make six yeah. figures I yeah. mean, pretty pretty easily. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of hard work, but... Yeah, a lot of driving. I mean, it's, uh, it can get you, you know, in the, in the middle class uh, yeah, range. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, comfortably, I think, in the middle class. Yeah. But it's going to go. Um, driverless cars, you know, we already have those. Yeah. Technology's there. It seems to be refined. And there's no need to have people who are going to fall asleep at the wheel, you know? Yeah. Who are going to take breaks. Never going to take a break. Never going to go on a vacation. Yeah. Just imagine how much more efficient, there's the word again, right? Yeah. And productive you can be. And besides that, you all the profit you gain from not pl- uh, paying employees. Healthcare. Yeah. I don't know, they, they probably help, uh, provide healthcare in uh, the trucking industry. Yeah, they do. Well, that's the next big thing as well. If you see these uh, articles about companies uh, dialing back on healthcare, a lot of companies are deciding that they don't want, it's not worth the cost anymore to pay for healthcare. Well, I mean, I always said that. I mean, yeah. what reason do they have to provide you healthcare? They have no reason. They can decide one day, hey, that's it. Yep. It's it's just the incentive to work there. Yeah. That's why, you know, incentivize people. But uh I mean, it became a competitive edge at one time that, you know, okay, we're going to provide healthcare and this is how we're going to compete getting, you know, better people. Yeah. But if every company is providing same thing, yeah. uh it really there's no loyalty to a company anymore. That's right. And That's right. Uh, they can decide one day, hey, why should we have a $500 billion expense when we can just shove it on <laughs> to <laughs> when, the government? When we cannot have it, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Walmart does that all the time. Oh, shit. Oh, oh we can't. Uh, yeah, we can't name any Corporate company. masters. Yeah. We, don't, we don't do that. <laughs> we'll edit that out, too. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, there is no reason to, honestly. No. Um, and they can all decide at once. Like, we're not going to provide health care anymore. And then uh, go to the open market. Yeah. And I luck. mean, most of the Walmart people, employees are on government assistance. And we are subsidi- subsidizing their profits because they don't have to pay their employees or provide health insurance or anything like that. So, Yeah. I mean, but that's... Uh, Corporate America. That's corporate America. You don't want a minimum wage. Either, yeah, right? you don't they're want the job creators. <laughs> and why do they create jobs, AJ? To cut taxes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they, they create jobs uh, in anticipation of tax cuts. Right? Yeah. That's, that's why. Okay, that's that's an inside joke, folks. <laughs> we'll get back to that later. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, a lot of issues we have to have to deal with. Um, all political. I mean, uh, at, the, at the end of the day, it comes down to politics. The decisions that Congress makes um, regulating how corporations, you know, treat employees, what kind of wages they pay. Uh, yeah, that's what we have to do to make those kinds of uh, legislative agendas. Yeah, but the, the thing is people don't realize we are subsidizing their profits. Yeah. I mean, if they don't, if companies don't pay enough and they have to go on government assistance or welfare, yeah. uh, we are subsidizing their profits. Well, and uh, there should be a way, a mechanism to, you know, go back and if their employees go on welfare, just like child support, mm. you know, if you don't pay your child support, government comes and takes it from your paycheck, right? So we should be able to go back. If your employees are on welfare, we should be able to go back and get it from your profits. That's interesting. So I was listening to a 
another podcast and, and somebody had called in talking about um, like what's a minimum wage, right? What does that mean? What does it need to provide? Yeah. So the person said, well, you know, three squares a day, roof over your head, maybe a vehicle. I guess you have to you have to determine what the standard is, right? So I pay X amount of money, and with that, you should be able to buy clothing, your family, food, shelter. How much more does it have to provide? Like, do they have to be able to buy a television or a microwave or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what is the, what is the actual uh, parameters here where you can start saying, well, you're not paying enough. But, yeah, but they're, maybe they're driving a, a nice car, a Volvo. Maybe they're driving a Volvo, you know. Um, uh, so, so that's my question. Like, how would you uh, determine how much they pay and, like, what can, these, what can the employees own, right? Well, uh, we already know. That they're not wasting the money. Yeah, I mean, we already know what the basic necessities of life are. You know, you, you got to have shelter. You got to have food. I mean, you have to have health care, you, you need clothing, things yeah. like that. Um, so, and from there, you just establish a figure, mm. you know, based on that. And then you should be able to take, I mean, I don't think taking a vacation is a is a luxury item. I mean, you should be able to be off one week in a year. I mean, even Hitler thought that. Yeah. Yeah, remember that? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, in Europe, they give you four weeks in a year. It's And it's mandatory. It's mandatory. You have to take, yeah. yeah. You have to take it. Most people don't. No. But you have to take four weeks off. I mean, here they certainly don't. Oh, oh here you, terrified. in the United States, there is no concept of vacation. I mean. The expectation is not to take it. Yeah. They, ex- they expect you to be at work Every single day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, to go on a vacation, I'm not saying, you know, you, you should be able to take a, a lavish vacation going to, you know, Europe or, but you should be able to take one week off of the year to spend time with your family or or with your hobbies or whatever, you yeah. know, just get away from everyday thing and, and not worry about your job. Studies have shown you're more productive anyway afterwards. Yeah. You know, you're not productive working consistently week after week with no breaks. Yeah. It doesn't, it just doesn't mesh with the, uh, with the data. So, yeah. So, I mean, establishing the minimum is not that hard. The maximum would be hard because you have no idea where the limit is and yeah. there is no limit for the maximum. I mean, you could be living as a, as a king of Saudi Arabia or something, <laughs> you know. Or Jeff Bezos. Or Jeff Bezos, yeah. yeah. Uh, who's richer than the king of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could he buy Saudi Arabia? I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah so that's always an interesting question, I thought. Um, yeah, how you I determine mean, that? I'd, yeah. I'd like to see the numbers on how, how you would come up with it. I think MIT has numbers like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, we already know in certain areas, of course, the cost is going to be a little more than the other places. Yeah, California. Yeah, but even then, you can control some of those costs i mean if you if you can provide more housing you can bring that cost down just like you know free economy yeah build yeah. more houses build more houses uh, yeah. uh reduce rent i don't know yeah um, or subsidize it make it affordable yeah yeah so i mean the things can be done i mean how do we pay for military every year 700 Plus billion dollars. Well, you know. I mean, so. Yeah. So we know how to do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Money comes from somewhere. It comes from somewhere. Well, I mean, we print it, right? <laughs> we manufacture money out of thin air. Well, yeah, we have a. I mean, when you own your own press, yeah, it's not that hard. Not that hard. We've seen that. This. I mean, things. You want to pay? You you pay. I mean, did you hear F thirty five going down? Or is the that day in California? No. Yeah, it was flying on a training mission and uh, collided with another plane. What? I mean, uh, and that's our most state-of-the-art, you know, yeah. fighter, right? Uh, it, and it went down. And well, this is a plane that's supposed to be, it has uh, 8 million lines of coding or something. Which should never... <laughs> How did it miss another plane? What? That doesn't. It didn't seem. Well, it, it was refueling, oh. mid-air refueling. Okay. And 
they're not sure if the plane in the front slowed down or the F-35 sped up too fast. So it was operator error. Uh, it could be operator error or uh, it could be, you know, F-35, you know, they it, it's basically a fly-by-wire system. So computer may have uh, the input, you know, it may have, you know, there is some conflict in there. But we don't know. It just happened yesterday, so I have no idea. I wonder if we ever will know. We probably won't. I mean, I they, so. they're going to probably blame it on the pilot. Yeah. Yeah, he'll take a... Uh, he'll take a hit. Yeah. Yeah, he'll fall on his sword for the yeah. uh, military. Yeah. It makes sense. Lockheed Martin is going to say it was an operator error. And just then he'll disappear. <laughs> 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 and they're, like, they'll wipe the internet clear of all of his data. Yeah, you probably have to come and fly for JetBlue or uh, Spirit <laughs> or something. Or some kind of Mexican airliner, I don't know, <laughs> place overseas. Uh, yeah, that's, I know I hadn't heard that story. Uh, yeah, it didn't seem like it should be possible. Even if it was operator error, you know, the plane should be smart enough, right? Yeah. To compensate for that. I mean, if, uh, if even if the pilot is there, he should be able to input stuff that's saying, you know, okay, hey, there's a plane in front, you know. Yeah, yeah one way or the other. I mean, yeah. they should compensate for each other. Yeah. Um, apparently not. Apparently not. So, okay. Even okay. my car, you know, hits a brake when it sees uh, there's a car in the front now. Yeah, that's true. I've seen uh, I've, I've seen it in action. Yeah. <laughs> but not an F-35. How much does each F-35 cost? Uh, the actual cost is somewhere around $450 billion. Per uh, four hundred fifty million dollars per aircraft. Yeah, with all that money, they couldn't. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Eh, we're not surprised, though, right? No. Uh, we're not surprised. Uh, oversight. Like I mean, this happened. program has been going on since what ninety two, ninety three. It started under Clinton. I mean, again, the goal here is always still to have you know, pilotless aircraft. That's the goal, right? That's they don't even want pilots flying these things. Another, you know, example of how automation is taking over. Um, that is the goal. Drones. Have a, yeah, have a brain inside of a plane and uh, and let it rip. You know. Yeah. No more operator errors, human errors. So All right, uh, Daniel, we uh, kind of covered a lot of the stuff today. Yeah, well, we'll Again, just kind of all over the place. We'll be more specific next time. <laughs> we'll, we, we'll be focused on a few <laughs> points, but it's important to get a feel for the... Less... Uh, Let's focus on a few minutes and uh, describe our podcast. Okay. We have never done that. We haven't done it. We haven't done it. So, okay, you want to start? Um, so, we call our podcast uh, Decorum. Yeah. Um, do you know what, why we are calling our podcast Decorum? Maybe it uh, describes the political landscape. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, look, there's, a, there's, a, there's clearly a lack of decorum, right? Yeah. But there's also... It's only on one side, though. Oh, on one side. But it's also an overemphasis on decorum on the other side. So yeah. it's one of those um, you meet in the middle somewhere. You know, yeah. it's okay to have civility. But yeah, there's uh, nothing wrong with that. But if your only argument is that they're being uncivil, that's not. That's not. That's not an argument. Yeah, that's not an <laughs> argument. I mean, you you are basically conceding. Yeah, you're conceding. Yeah. So, and that's the reason we wanted to start this podcast was describe everyday pol- politics from a everyday type of. Yeah. You know, Joe's. Yeah, yeah. You know, Can not everything is black and white or yeah. red and blue. It's not just economics or it's not just, you know, Not, not just socialist yeah. uh, Or social issues. issues. Yeah. They are, uh, they, for everybody else, I mean, those things are all, you know, they're combined, mm. right? Yeah. It's like a, we'll, we'll take a holistic approach. Yeah. Right. I think that's, I think that's about right. Uh, the way we will um, approach politics the way everyone else does. Yeah. Uh, people who aren't professionals, we're not pundits. We're not. Uh, we're not going to analyze everything. No. We're not going to give you uh, our opinion on everything, but we are going to say the way we see it yeah. and the way it sounds to us. Yeah, that's right. We might be wrong, right? Yeah, I, um, we probably are. Probably are. <laughs> <laughs> probably are in starting this podcast. It's maybe. a learning process. You know, we'll, we'll all learn together. Right? Yeah. And uh, we'll be fact-checked, certainly. That's Most okay. likely. And we welcome that as well. Probably have some conspiracy theories thrown at us. Yeah. Yeah. What is our real agenda, right? Yeah. (laughs) 
And I think later on we'll get into more specifics on where we stand on certain issues. Uh, that'll be, you know, down the road. But uh, we're it's like an observational podcast. Yeah. We're going to be observing what's happening in the country, in the world. And talking to other people. Talking to other people. We'll have guests on the show as well. Yeah. And uh, get their perspective. We'll go from well. there and have some fun. And, then, it, and exercise some decorum. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's not going to be a serious talk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll have people on and we'll have... We'll have disagreements. Disagreements and uh, we'll, we'll still be friends. That's right. Yeah. Uh, at least in front of the camera. At least in front of the camera. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I think that just about wraps it up. Yeah. All right. So until next week. Until next week. See you then. Here's decorum. <laughs>